All right, everybody, welcome back to the second part of our bowl special for college football. And we're going to just pick up right where we left off. So we got through some of the lesser bowl games in the last episode. And this one, like I said, we're going to pick up where we left off. And we're going to talk about some of the more important bowl games. So we're going to start right off, man, right off with the Michigan Wolverines playing the Florida Gators. Saturday, December 29th, 12 noon on ESPN in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I'm excited. It is played in Atlanta, Georgia in the newer Mercedes-Benz Stadium where the Atlanta Falcons play. And this is... A New Year's Six Bowl. So Michigan ranks seventh, ten and two. Florida is tenth at nine and three. Michigan lost to Notre Dame and Ohio State. And the spread on this game is Michigan at minus seven and a half. So For me, obviously, you know, Rashawn Gary is not playing in this game. He's done. He's getting ready for the combine and the upcoming NFL draft. Devin Bush said he will play in this game, though. He is more than likely going to the NFL draft this year as well. But he said he will play. I'm sure Chase Winovich will play because it's his last game at Michigan, and he hasn't said it whether he hasn't said he won't play yet. So, for the most part, you know, Rashawn Gary's probably going to be the only one on our defense that won't be playing. But we've played in multiple games without him this year. I'm not really concerned with that at all. We talked about all year. That defense has lots of depth. so Especially on the D-line. Um, they'll be fine. So, yeah, they'll be fine. Um, Florida... They are 9 and 3. They lost to Kentucky 27-16. They lost to Georgia 36 to 17 and they lost to Mizzou 38 to 17. their noteworthy wins are against Number, at the time, number 23 ranked Mississippi State, and then a huge win was they were home and they played number 5 LSU and beat them 27-19. But LSU has no offense whatsoever, and they were home. Um, and then, you know, they lost to Georgia, and they had them at home too, and they lost by more than two touchdowns, so... Yeah, I mean, it, they were strong all year, and then those back-to-back losses, Georgia and Missouri, that was... Well, like, other than that, they didn't really beat anyone. Like, right. Like, okay, LSU, like I said, but they were home. I mean, Tennessee's not good. Colorado State, no. Charleston Southern. Vanderbilt, no. South Carolina is okay, but they're not really anything special. 
Idaho, 63-10. Isn't Idaho, like, Division Two now? Maybe. I think they bumped down. I mean, okay, so obviously Florida's in the East in the SEC, and they finished third. Yeah. So they're okay, but they're not great. I honestly, I'm sort of disappointed in this matchup because we played Florida so much. Like, I don't know, Michigan and Florida is almost like a mini rivalry game because they play each other, each other so much. This is the second bowl game Harbaugh's played them against, and and we played them to open up the regular season last year. That's yeah, weird. So three or four years Harbaugh's been there, we played Florida. It's like it's yeah, it's. It's not exciting. It's like it's just sort of like meh, whatever. But honestly, I was hoping we were we would play Georgia, but apparently with the contracting, they had to play in the Sugar Bowl or whatever between whatever whatever. And yeah, I I wanted Georgia though. I think UCF, I guess would have. I mean, I don't know. UCF I mean, obviously they different. they couldn't they couldn't put Georgia and Florida in the same bowl because they. You could. They're in the same conference, and they already played each other this year, <laughs> so they can't do that. Um, so we wouldn't have been. We wouldn't have played UCF, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. They wouldn't have put. They wouldn't have put Florida and UCF together because they're like not even that far away from each other, and it's an instant. It's it would just be weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the matchup, but I think game wise. Michigan will win this, I think, pretty easily. I do, too, just because Florida doesn't have an offense. It it could get lopsided. Plus, Michigan coming off that loss, that Ohio State game, they're, they're going to want to get that sour taste out of their mouth. They're, they're, I think they're going to come out ready to play. Well, here's, here's the thing. Here's Michigan's thing. They struggle with elite quarterbacks. Yeah, Florida. Who is Florida's quarterback? Uh, F. Franks. Exactly. We have no idea who F. Franks is. Um, and F. Franks is not elite. 23 TDs, 6 interceptions, uh, 175, uh, 299 attempts, 2,284 total yards passing. Not great. Yeah. Not great. Not elite. Um, and I just think giving us all this time to prepare for someone – Uh, they they're gonna they have to come out hungry. The, they don't want to end the year with the taste of that Ohio State game in their mouth. They there's no way. Yeah. You know what's weird too. Mm-hmm. So We like okay, so we play Florida the first year Harbaugh coach at Michigan. We played him in the bowl game. We absolutely destroyed him. Next year we play Florida State and we lose to them. And then last year, although last year was just a debacle, we played uh, 
We either played South Carolina or we played NC State. I think we played South Carolina and we lost. So Michigan definitely needs to win this game. Uh, Harbaugh's one and two in bowl games. That's not good. Although the year we lost to Florida State, they had Delvin Cook and they had a bunch of NFL players on the team, but we did too, but a lot of them didn't play because of how the season ended. We lost to Ohio State and Iowa, and we didn't get to the playoffs. So this year, like I said, everyone will be playing besides Gary for the most part, as I know of right now. Um, Atlanta's not that far away. Michigan fans travel well. Florida fans will travel too because it's relatively close. Uh, like I said, though, it is a New Year's Six Bowl. Big, big. This is a big Saturday. This is um, the same Saturday the semifinal games are playing. Is this the day you said we should have a party? Yes. Yes, it is. Because there's this game on, and then the first playoff game starts at like 3 or 4, and then the second playoff game's on at like 8. Yep. So it's a big day. Watch party, man. Plus, it's like New Year's Eve weekend. It's kind of just like, oh, yeah. Different drinks. Let's go. So I am picking Michigan blowout. I think they're going to blow out Florida like they did the first year Harbaugh was there. I agree. Michigan blowout all the way. Yeah. They're going to come out hungry, come out flying, just all all sides of the ball. They're going to be. I just think we have Florida's number, man. We beat the, the, the Urban Meyer Florida team with Tim Tebow that one year in the Capital One Bowl. I think that was Lloyd Carr's, like, last year. And then we spanked them the first year with Harbaugh. And the second year to open the season, we spanked them in Dallas. And yeah. I just think we just sort of have Florida's number. So, yeah, I'm going to keep us beating Florida. So that will um, commence the first New Year's Six game. Now, we're going to skip. I think we'll skip the, the the semifinal games and we'll move on to. Come back around, don't. Next, we'll talk about, it's not a New Year's Six game, but we'll, we'll talk Michigan State, Oregon, in the Red Box Bowl, which is played in Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, California. It's a 3 o'clock game on Fox. This is another matchup I'm kind of tired of. This is New Year's Eve. Yeah, this is Monday, New Year's Eve at 3. But like, we've played Oregon in the past. We had a was it a home-and-home home against them just recently. Like, it's like the same team again. Spread is Oregon minus 2.5. So I think it's going to be close. Uh, to me, it's power versus power, or strength versus strength. Michigan State's defense against Oregon's offense. Oregon's defense against Michigan State's offense is just going to be ugly to watch. Yeah. Like, but Oregon's offense against Michigan State's defense will be fun to watch. I mean, Oregon's offense averages 37 a game. Michigan, Michigan State, State give up like 14? Uh, 18 is what it finished at for the year. So that's good. So that's, and then Michigan State scores on average just just under twenty nineteen point eight. <laughs> Bad. God, that's ugly. And Oregon gives up twenty seven on average. 
It'll be, I don't know, man. Because here's the thing, the Pac-12 scores a lot of points. So, like, is Oregon's defense that bad? Or is, like, Michigan's off? Like, what's going to happen? Something's got to give. Like, is Michigan State actually going to score a lot of points? Or is Michigan State's offense that bad compared to, like, Pac-12 offenses? Um, We've watched Michigan State all year. They're that bad. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just yeah. saying for the listeners, like, I would agree, Michigan State's offense is that bad. Is that bad? Um, it's technically a home game for Oregon. Oregon and Northern California, yeah, like, yeah, I, I, I know how the map works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, this. I will watch this game though, like New Year's Eve. Like, I'm gonna watch it, but. What? I think this could be ugly for the Spartans. <laughs> it might be because they might have a trouble stopping the the Oregon spread. I mean, the defense they, is going to be able to contain them a little bit, but the offense. I mean, if you can't move all, the ball, oh, you can't move the ball. You couldn't get. It's just putting your defense in bad field position situations, and that's how it's been all year. That's why they lost to Nebraska. Any defensive player for Michigan State has to be livid with how bad the offensive side of the ball is. You have a championship defense, and then offensively, you're one of the worst in the country. Right. So I, I think Oregon could blow them out. I think that I can't. I'm honestly surprised this spread is as close as it is, as it is at Michigan State getting two and a half. So who are you picking? Oregon all the way. Oh man. I'm gonna pick Michigan State. Why? Word, you know what? Why? I don't know. They still have the same coaching staff. I know. No, I don't know. Because I just, I just think that they'll. I mean, it'll be interesting to see who plays quarterback too. But I just think quarterback. I hope it's a uh, Rocky. I, it's not like you guys don't have offensive weapons, so. You know, the ground and pound thing might work against Oregon. I don't know how big they are, how beefy they are on defense, but if their offense can just, like, be okay. It's not because our damn coaches are on the sideline doing paint by numbers or something. like Light bright on the sideline. Yeah, it, it, they're just like, go. Like, the no, this game is not going to be close. Oregon's going to blow it off. I will probably turn it off after halftime, all right? Like, no, I'm going to make you watch all of it. I want you to, like, make a call to Michigan State and be like, <laughs> I'm a donor. Not really, but. <laughs> I'm not a donor. And I, the way this program is, I will definitely never donate to it right now. Unless there's, like, a GoFundMe account to, like, get rid of the offensive staff. Okay, here's a, here's my my thinking. I think Michigan State's defense is obviously super good. I think they can 
bring that Oregon point scored average down quite a bit. I think Michigan State's defense might score. So oh. I think it's gonna be look. Yeah, the, I think it's gonna the be defense. Good game. Will, the defense can contain Oregon, but say you hold Oregon to two touchdowns and a field goal, like that is great for the defense, but the offense. They might just have a fluky game where they play well. I don't know. The offense will give like one touchdown and. Yeah, if the, if the defensive side of the ball does not score, they don't have a chance. Defense, you know, I mean, they're going to have to. They're going to have to, you know, fumble recovery in the red zone or interception, take it back. Like, Right. They're going to need some crazy things and some luck to be able to beat Oregon. Well, um, maybe you convinced me to pick Oregon. Spreads close. Uh, I, you know what? Screw it. I'm changing my pick. I'm picking Oregon now because you just – I was giving you guys hope, but no. no your offense is no too hope. bad. There's no hope. I'm glad it's on New Year's Eve. That way I can be drinking heavily while this game is happening. <laughs> <laughs> everyone on national – like everyone can watch Brisket State just suck. <laughs> on national TV. I don't know. Mark better fire some people after the season. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right, next game. Uh, this is not a New Year's Six game, but it's a good game. We have – I'll watch this game for sure. Um, we have 22-ranked Northwestern. Taking on number seventeen ranked Utah. Northwestern's eight and five. Utah's nine and four. Spread is Utah minus six and a half. San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. That's the bowl you guys went to last year. Playing in San Diego Stadium, which SDCCU Stadium. San Diego. That's not where the Chargers played, right? That's where San Diego State plays. I can't remember if the Charger Stadium is still even up. Uh, that used to be Qualicom Stadium. I don't know what it is now. Was it SDCCU? Yeah. Stadium. It's in San Diego, so. Can I just get a picture of this here? Uh, no, it is uh, Chargers Old yeah. Stadium. Yep, it is. Wow, I'm surprised it's even used. I mean, would they have a bowl game and a monster truck rally like every year? Unless San Diego State plays there, but I don't think they do. I don't know. Either way, um, we have two losers in their conference title games. Northwestern lost to Ohio State. Utah lost to Washington. Um both solid teams, though. I mean, their records aren't sexy, but they're both solid. Um, it is in San Diego, so it's closer for Utah. Um, Pat Fitzgerald, you know, I've sort of raved about him all year. I think he's a solid, good coach. He always gets his guys to play. You know, North, North, the Northwestern Ohio State game, it, it, was, it wasn't a blowout. Like, it was 
reachable for Northwestern. They just, yeah, they just didn't I, have enough. I was impressed with that Northwestern playing yeah. that game. I thought they played very strong. You know, it, going into the game, it could have been a blowout, but they they hung in there. Utah is a team that plays pretty good defense. Their offense isn't great. Northwestern's kind of weird. Um, their defense is okay. Their offense is okay. Is Northwestern going to show up, or are they going to show up like when they play Duke or Akron and lose? But we've said all year, even before the season started, Northwestern's one of those teams, they play up to their opponent, and they play down to their opponent, Whatever, whoever they're playing. Right. So... Playing a ranked Utah team, they're gonna come out. They're gonna play strong. Um, I like Northwestern. I think I'm gonna take Utah. I've we sort of talked about. I'm sort of like a low key Utah fan. I don't know why, but I am. It's like my favorite Pac-12 team now since they're in the Pac-12. Uh, I love their uniforms. I love their colors. I love their stadium. Yeah, I'm all about that Mormon life, yo. <laughs> Not really, but <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, yeah. So I'm sort of a Utah fan. I like Northwestern, though. Uh, I think I think this could this will be a really good game. I just think Utah might have a little more talent than Northwestern does. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm picking Utah. Maybe like a touchdown game, six points, something like that. Yeah, should be a good game to watch. Um. A little off topic here, but just showed up on my screen. Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald on Urban Meyer's retirement quoted, he's a great guy. <laughs> so, Northwestern. I don't know what the connection is there, but Northwestern. All right. Um... So, okay, so now we're moving down to more. Okay, so we have next game before we hit the other New York Six Bowls is the Citrus Bowl played in Orlando, Florida, number 14, Kentucky, against number 12, Penn State. I think this is on New Year's Day. Yeah. Yeah, January 1st. 1 o'clock. Um... Well, sorry, I'm just looking. They have the Fiesta Bowl on at 1, and it's in Arizona. Why would they have a game played at 10 Pacific, 10 a.m. Pacific time, their time? Yeah, I see that. I'm on the ESPN side. Is that what you're on? Yeah. Well? Usually the Fiesta Bowl didn't come on until like 3 or 4 o'clock. But I know it competes with the Rose Bowl then. Oh, that's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's because they don't want to compete with the Rose Bowl. Anyway, number 14, Kentucky, 9-3 against 12, Penn State, 9-3. Penn State lost to Michigan State, Ohio State, Michigan. Kentucky lost to Georgia. And they lost to Texas A&M, and they lost to Tennessee. For a moment there, you know, we were sort of on that Kentucky thing because they were, like, rolling, and we were like, man, Kentucky might win the SEC East, but no, they didn't. But they still had a really good year. I mean, for Kentucky going 9-3 and three in football, that's amazing. Ranked, like, 
They they should put up a banner. Yeah, for sure. So the spread on this game is Penn State minus six. Um, you know, this is a good game, but I might not watch this game just because I mean I might have to flip back and forth just because I'm the LSU UCF games on at the same time. Yeah, I would have more interest in that LSU UCF game. But it's still two ranked teams playing. Um Penn State got the Big Ten connection there. Hmm. I think this is Trace McSorley's last game at Penn State. I'm pretty sure he's done after this year. I think. He might have one more year, but I I don't know. I I think he might be done though. Um I'm going to pick Kentucky because I can't stand James Franklin, and I know that's not really a reason for picking a team. But, you know, Kentucky probably has one of the best running backs in the whole country in uh, Benny Snell. Mm-hmm. 14 touchdowns, over a 1,000-yard rusher, had 260 carries. So, you know, you can do the math there. It's like five yards a touch. Uh, I'm going – Penn State, uh, Big Ten, obviously. But Trace McSorley, he's going to want to go out with a bang. You know, it, they didn't do as well as they should have or what people thought they should have. So they want to end positive note, Penn State. All right. So now we're going to continue with the New Year's Six Bulls. So now we're moving on to the 1 o'clock game, same time as the Penn State game, the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl in Glendale, Arizona, where the Cardinals play. Number 11, LSU at 9-3, taking on the undefeated number 8, UCF. ESPN doesn't have the spread for this game right now, but I would imagine LSU is probably favored to win because UCF's quarterback is done for the year. Uh, since there's no spread... I mean, honestly, I'm one of those that is still not really going to give UCF any slack. I just don't think they play anyone. So, yeah, they're undefeated, and okay, fine, rank them in the top ten. But LSU's defense is legit, top five probably in the whole country. UCF doesn't have their starting quarterback. They're probably going to play the best defensive team they've played all year. I know LSU doesn't have an offense, but, you know, I think they'll be able to score a little bit against UCF. And I just think LSU's defense is going to be way too much for UCF's team, especially a backup quarterback. Yeah, um, I got the spread on that game. They are giving... Giving Florida seven and a half. Yeah, they're giving Florida seven and a half. So plus four and a half for Florida. LSU minus seven and a half. Oh, seven and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. So Mm -hmm. LSU's favored. Um. Yeah, I mean, I. 
I want I want Florida. I want them to go undefeated again. I think that'd be awesome. But man, just having a backup quarterback, that's tough. Especially playing an opponent like that. It's I mean, LSU has two top ten draft picks right. on their defense. They have their their line their I think their middle linebacker and one of their corners is top ten NFL talent for this yeah. year. So if if UCF had their starting quarterback, I'd pick them. But since they don't I have to go LSU, even though I'm going to be rooting for you. You want a Hummer? <laughs> LSU's going to give UCF a Hummer for the beatdown they're going to put on them. Yeah, I just think, I mean, like, I I agree with you. Like, I think it'd be awesome if UCF did that, but I just think LSU's defense is too fast and too tough. And they are going to be playing on grass. Yeah, because the that stadium is grass in Arizona. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's the stadium where they pull in the grass. They let it grow outside. Field like underneath the stands outside, and they pull it back in for games. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick LSU as well. I don't know. I think it could be a close game, depending on how the backup quarterback plays. Like if he just gets tossed around all game, then it probably could be a blowout. But if it's a quarterback of the future for them and he like is actually pretty good, then maybe it could be a good game, but it's a tough task to ask a backup quarterback who hasn't really played all year coming and play a top ten defense. Yeah. But who knows? They do have a lot of time to prepare for it. They have two weeks, so he'll get a lot of practice reps. So maybe. All right, next New Year's six game. My favorite New Year's Six game, just because I grew up watching it every year, the Rose Bowl. We got number nine Washington, ten and three, taking on number six Ohio State, twelve and one. Urban Meyer's last game, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, where UCLA plays. Um, OSU is minus six and a half. What do you? What are your thoughts on this game? It's your old favorite coach, man, coaching against Urban. I know. I like Washington. But Urban's last game with the Buckeyes. Yeah, I just think, I think, too, Ohio State's going to. Unless Washington rains on their parade, but I just think Ohio State. Ohio State offensively is elite. Yeah. I just think they have way too much talent. I just don't think Washington's going to be able to stop them at all. But Washington only gave up an average of 15 and a half. I'll say with decent defense. Yeah. Well, we'll see how good it is. Because, if I mean, the other thing, too, is there's not really any elite quarterbacks in the Pac-12 this year. So they didn't really play anyone. So this will be a good test. I mean, something's got to give, right? Either Ohio State's not going to score as much or Washington's going to get a rude awakening when they play Ohio State. But Washington has a really good coach. Their quarterback's good. Jake Browning, you know, potentially was going to be a really good NFL draft pick, but he sort of regressed a little bit. 16 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. 
And I, I watched the Pac-12 championship game, and it was really bad. And I played Utah. It was like 16 to 10 or something. It was bad. It was really ugly. So I don't know. I, I think this could – this potentially has blowout written all over it, depending on how hard Ohio State comes out and plays for Urban. Um. Yeah, I mean, the, the Buckeyes should definitely – win this game. Yeah. So, yeah, I got to go. I got to go with the Buckeyes, even though I don't want to. I'm going to do the same. I think I think um, they could outdo the spread, too. I think Ohio State could easily win by 10 points. I don't yeah. think it would be very hard for them, too. Um, moving on now to the last of the New York Six games before we talk about the, the semifinal games. We have the Sugar Bowl, number 15, Texas, 9-4, and four, taking on number 5, Georgia, 11-2. and two. I was hoping, like I said, I was hoping Michigan was going to be in this game against Georgia, but the Sugar Bowl has that Big 12 SEC thing, sort of sometimes. I don't know, but Michigan's been in the Sugar Bowl before, so I, I don't really know. I was hoping it would have been Michigan, um, Sugar Bowl is played in uh, New Orleans in the Mercedes-Benz Superdome where the Saints play. Spread is Georgia ten and a, minus 10.5. I think this has blowout written all over it. I think Georgia is way better than Texas is. Texas sort of hung around with Oklahoma. I watched that championship game, but Oklahoma, you could... Granted, Texas beat them earlier in the year, but Oklahoma came to play last weekend, and they hung around a little bit, but then Oklahoma sort of just took over. I just think Georgia is way more talented. Texas's defense is not good. Texas can score, but their defense is not good. It's that Big 12 stereotype. Well, guess what? Georgia's defense is yeah, top five, uh, and Georgia can score. They have... Um, Swift is one of the running backs. He's solid. Ridley is a wide receiver. He's solid. And then Jake Fromm's our quarterback who had another good year. I mean, they, they, I just, aver- they averaged almost 40 points a game. I just think Texas is still a, a year or two away before getting back to that old Texas where they were always really good. Um, yeah, I, I'm going with Georgia. I think this could this has blowout written all over it too, Same. honestly. I just think Georgia's way like I mean they could have been in the playoff again, but no one wants to see Georgia Alabama again because we just saw it. So Yep. So yeah, I think Georgia blowout. I don't think it's gonna be close. I agree. You know the Longhorns program's getting better. But it's not there yet. So, give me Georgia. I'll give up the ten and a half. I don't care. All right. So now we're on our last two bowls, the two semifinal games back on the 29th uh, after the Michigan game. So we'll start with the four o'clock game on ESPN. We have number two and number three playing in the Cotton Bowl. Um, in Arlington, Texas, where the Dallas Cowboys play AT&T Stadium, a.k.a. Jerry World. Notre Dame undefeated 12-0. Clemson's undefeated at 
The spread on this game, I think, was Clemson minus 11. It was somewhere around there. I know ESPN doesn't have it right now, but I think it's somewhere around minus 11, minus 12, Clemson. I'll find it for you. Um, thoughts on this game? Neither of these teams have really played anyone all year. I mean, you could argue Notre Dame has had a harder schedule than Clemson, and I think that's true because Notre Dame has played – Obviously, what was oh, that? God, this, the spread. I, what wow. is it? Was I right? It was it 11? Yeah. 11 and a half. Yeah. That's, um, so Clemson's favorite big time. But Notre Dame, I think, has played a harder schedule with Michigan. Um, Syracuse was a big game. They played Northwestern, who's a solid team, especially at Northwestern. Pitt was a hard game for them, uh, although Clemson sort of handled Pitt, so – that doesn't look as great, but Dang Clemson right. hasn't played anyone. Like, Clemson's played Texas A&M, and that was it. And they're not even in the same conference. Louisville sucks. Florida State sucked this year. Yeah, I mean, Clems- Clemson's schedule didn't impress me. And see, Clemson played Syracuse, too. Notre Dame blew out Syracuse, but it was close with Syracuse when they played Clemson. But then Syracuse blows out Pitt, but it was close for Notre Dame. So I think these teams are a lot closer than the spread indicates. Um, you know, Brian Kelly's a great coach. Dabo Sweeney's a great coach. I, you know, if I – I like Dabo more as a person, but I think – Brian Kelly's a better coach. Yeah. I think just from, like, a game plan standpoint and being organized, they're both great. They're both Mm -hmm. really great coaches. But I just think if I had to pick one, I'd probably pick Brian Kelly because he's more of a prick and he's more of, like, organized, like, boom, 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 boom. And uh, he's taken Notre Dame to – the national championship before. He's a good coach. Mm-hmm. Granted, they got blown out, but Clemson got blown out by Alabama last year. So, I think this game is going to be close. I do not think it's going to be a blowout. I think this is going to come down to the end. <sighs> Man. I'm taking Notre Dame. I don't know if they'll win, but that spread, I'm taking Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean, with that spread, I... I have to take Notre Dame, and I hope Notre Dame wins, you know, Midwest football. I kind of do, too, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, Notre Dame's offense is going to have – like, Notre Dame is, like, the most complete team. You know, they don't really – like, they're not excellent at – like, other teams are excellent in areas, and then there's holes you can point at. Notre Dame across the board isn't excellent, but they're just really good at everything. Yeah. It's solid all around. Like Clemson, Clemson's front seven is really good, but I think Notre Dame will be able to take advantage of the secondary. Now Clemson has two first-round draft picks on the D-line. Um, but Notre Dame has a really, really, really good offensive line. Yeah. So, strength versus strength, 
Clemson has a freshman quarterback playing. Notre Dame has a more experienced quarterback. Give me Notre Dame. I'm taking Notre Dame too. Fighting Irish, man. I hope I hope they win. I I'm just sort of sick of the Alabama Clemson thing. So yeah, that's where I stand on that. Now for the second game. Which, honestly, I thought they'd put this game as a Cotton Bowl, but since Oklahoma got in, they didn't want it to be a home game for Oklahoma. Um, so they moved this game to the Orange Bowl, which should be interesting. So we got number four, Oklahoma, 12-1, and taking on 13-0, and Alabama. Capital One Orange Bowl in Miami, Florida. How much you want to bet it rains? What 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 a game it would be if it's a downpour. Downpour the whole time. That would be cool. It rained last year for the Wisconsin-Miami game. It was yeah. the Orange Bowl last year. Wisconsin won. It's but it's grass. It's gonna. I don't know. This game is gonna be interesting. Obviously, Oklahoma doesn't have a defense. So, you know, Tua got hurt. Jalen Hurts came in and did amazing. Is there going to be a quarterback controversy now? Is Nick Saban going to be like, oh, who am I going to start? There could be. You never know. Saban might just play both. He might. I mean, if one if he puts one out there, they put he they play bad. He might put the other one in and just be like, huh. oh yeah. They start like losing. I don't They'll switch. He won't hesitate at all. Um, uh, Oklahoma's getting 14 and a half. Oh, man, big blowout. See, I could see it happening. I can. I could, but Oklahoma has the offense to give Alabama trouble. Mm-hmm. And Alabama is nowhere near good defensively as they have been in past years. So I think Oklahoma can score. It, it, I think this game is just going to be, a sh- depending on the weather, it'll be a shootout. If it gets messy, I, if it gets super messy and Oklahoma is not able to throw the ball, then I think Alabama could destroy them. Because if they have to play, like, pound-pound football, Mm -hmm. like, Oklahoma can't do that. They spread it out and throw it around, and then they run, like, run the ball here and there just to keep the defense honest. If it's pouring and Oklahoma can't throw the ball and they have to play, like, let's line up and play smash-mouth football, it's not going to happen. There's no way. They just don't play that style of football. No, they don't, but it's not Alabama though, like their schedule to me is still weak. You know, like I know they just It is, but that Georgia win sort of solidifies any doubts I had. Is Georgia not a bad team? Georgia's legit. 
LSU, like, that's a good win, but they don't have an offense, so that's sort of a hard one to judge. All right. I'm going upset. See, I hope it is, but I just I don't I'm picking Bama until someone beats him. Because no one fucking does it besides Deshaun Watson, the one year Clemson won. Yeah, you should. But I'm not going to Oklahoma. Forget the points. Outright win. Okay. I hope you're I hope you're right. But I'll be happy if they do it, but I'm not picking anyone until it happens. Uh, that's Nick Saban is like he gets so much luck in these games. Like I don't like oh my starting quarterback goes down and gets hurt. Let's put in my backup and he plays better than the starting quarterback did, and then we come back and win the game. I don't know. <sighs> But if what I think happens, happens, we'll get a rematch of the Alabama-Notre Dame National Championship from a few years ago. All right, so that happens. What happens in the final then? Oh, God. Notre Dame. (laughs) Brian Kelly gets revenge. I, I, I just think Notre Dame's offensive line is that good. And I think Clemson's D-line is better than Alabama's this year. Like, Alabama still has a good D-line, but Clemson, Clemson's D-line is legit. So, where do they play? No, the, Notre Dame probably has the best chance to beat Alabama out of Clemson, Notre Dame, and Oklahoma. Right. I just don't trust Cle- – if it was Clemson, I just don't trust a freshman quarterback this year right. against them. If he was more experienced, yes. Okay, yeah, the national championship, I know we, I forgot where it was played. It's at it's in San Fran at Levi Stadium. It's outside. Yeah. It's grass. I hate that stadium. At night, it's nice. Not during the day. Okay. Is that fair? fair? That's fair. Because it's at 8 o'clock. Know, it's 5 out there, but it'll be almost dark. By All then. right. Yeah, it's fair. Um, the weather will be gorgeous, though. 60s, probably. Yeah. But it is, out, it, is, it is outside. Usually, they play these games indoors. This is like the first time in a long time the National Championship's been played outside. Usually, it's like Jerry's World or like mm-hmm. Phoenix or... One of the domes. Yeah, I'm. I'm so Notre Dame, huh? I'm picking Notre Dame. I just think overall, like I said, they're just they're not great. Right. They, but they're there's no holes. All they're all around just solid. Yeah, I would go Notre Dame in my matchup too over Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Um, Notre Dame would. Match up great against them. They'd be Notre Dame would be able to take advantage of Oklahoma's weaknesses, no problem. So it's like we're both picking uh, Notre Dame national champions. Now just join the Big Ten, damn it! Yeah, 
That's what they need to do. Make everything a lot better. Mm-hmm. But that, I guess we'll wrap up our bowl special. Man, we almost went a full, full time again. Glad we broke this up into two episodes because there's no way we would have fit everything into one. Yeah, no. So we will see you guys next week. I'm not sure what we'll do next week now since really the bowl games don't start till like after next week's episode. So maybe next week we'll talk about some college basketball. Maybe give some updates on the Pistons and their wings since we haven't talked about them in a while. Both of them play a little better than we thought they would, so we'll talk about that next week. Um, you know, Michigan's basketball team's ranked fifth in the country right now. Michigan State's like 10th or 9th or something. They're both up there. NFL, we can maybe start looking at playoff, playoff stuff. Playoff. Yeah, talk about your Steelers a little bit if you want. There's there's some stuff yeah. to talk about. It's not like there's we're void of things to talk about, but. We will. We have some options for next week. Um, so yeah. Once again, as always, check our Facebook page, Morning Leftover Sports Podcast. As always, you can listen to this on Anchor, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, wherever you choose to listen your favorite podcasts at. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. And we will see you next week. Urban Meyer still leaving. Woo!